I drink your milkshake. You are listening to the Billionaire Podcast Network. with cast digital <laughs> well welcome to the show everybody this is we, we back cone fed with dalton pruitt uh it's me it's me the first billionaire podcaster uh tw- twitter renegade dalton pruitt <laughs> and this, this is cone fed only on the the billionaire podcast network ka-ching bing 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 bing, bing did, did he fill her up kevin's back he's out of track he's out of the hospital he's back folks kevin how you doing well, I was in jail too. It was a DWI. <laughs> he was also and... in jail. <laughs> yeah, they had him at the medical ce- the the medical center for the jail, but he's back. Sal still still laid up from his his car crash, uh, but we we have a we have a terrific guest today. America's wigger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so some have called him the wigger red bar. Uh, it's it's crack amico, everybody. Dude, that's that's the best nickname that I've ever gotten in my life. And honestly, <laughs> recent it's been in the past few years that I just realized that people use wigger in a derogatory sense. I Not always me, took dude. it as a compliment. Not me. It's it, being a, a wigger is such a distinct kind of a style personality. It's it's not it's like in the realm between realms where it's not it's not completely black. It's not completely white either. It's 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 like a it's like being Chicano, where it's like you're not Mexican enough to be Mexican, you're not American enough to be American. You're Chicano, and a wigger is like that, but with black and white. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then you throw kind of the southern twist in there. I'm just a little a little blend of seasonings. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the yeah. Wiggers do be seasoning they food. They got the Lowry's <laughs> and the Tony Chatteries. <laughs> <laughs> crack where crack where's his wiggered him well craig oh thank you man craig does what that's the thing about being a wigger is you got to be about that like you can't it's it, like people can tell when you when you uh front and you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah for sure and like uh i think uh me personally the way i talk is almost kind of more country than anything maybe like a little black twang to it but you know i'm not out here being like Hey, listen up, Shotty. Let me tell you something, pimp. We was going down to the stove. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not, I'm not going crazy overboard with it. I'm not Schultzing it up. I'm kind of just talking how I talk. I'm, I'm being who I am. And some people might call it like wigger light a little bit. I don't know. I think I, I think I've been in certain situations just based on. I started rapping at 14, and my environment since then has kind of just uh, nurtured me to become who I am. Yeah. And I think with, with any with anything, you can always tell when something's genuine. At least I can. 
you know, because I, uh, what do they call that? I'm an empath. No, I don't know. I, um, I just feel like you you can tell when some, when there's like a facade or it's a uh, not necessarily sincere when it's like put upon, contrived. Which you know, Schultz, I definitely get that vibe. Schultz and his little uh, Aladdin monkey that he has with him. <laughs> they both they both feel like they're putting on like a like a show like a performance in their in their wiggerdom. Whereas, like with you, crack or that guy on that mailman on TikTok, I really like um, in Cincinnati. You know, Kid, Kid Rock, even uh, the ICP. <laughs> these are these are real wiggers. These, it's in their DNA. They got you know, they got chitlins in their DNA. <laughs> yeah, real shit. Yeah, but you you're also like it. It it, wor- it works for you. Obviously, it works for you because that's who you are. You're also like one of the funniest guys to follow on the internet. <laughs> you're like, you're like really, you just kind of came out of no. Like what? So what happened? Like, because you you were telling me about it earlier before we the thing broke. But you you entered a contest for Lewis, one of his many many contests. Yeah, one of the few that actually worked out. Um. But yeah, um, not to get too, uh, like wrapped up in what I was doing at the time, uh, but bent the uh, <laughs> the the reason that um, I kind of feel a little kindred to you and kind of what you went through, which which was not exactly the same as what I went through. Um, but uh, I I didn't really like lose my mind per se, but like they, I spent a lot of years of my twenties, uh really fucked up um just on a lot of alcohol a lot of coke uh, a lot of pills some psychedelics mixed in there uh so i was kind of a big rapper in high school and like was known in like other high schools and then just ended up in a bunch of legal shit and drinking and just basically fucking up to the point where i kind of lost everything and i would post a song and the same three people would look at it and say it's good get maybe like 50 views and then I was listening to rap one day because this is going to sound like the gayest thing anybody's ever said, but I truly feel like podcasting and comedy kind of saved my life a little bit with where I was at. Like it was kind of an outlet for me to listen to shit and laugh and get over kind of the shit I was putting myself through. Um. So, so one day I just happened to be listening to rap and this guy sent in some kind of fan mail and his name was Crack Amico, obviously a play on Zach. And they started thinking, yo, that's kind of a cool name. I kind of like that. What if we made our own contest where we had like a skinny, tattooed, wigger, half kind of gayish rapper uh, become the rapper for Gas Digital? And I entered and I was one of the only people that didn't suck ass. It, it wasn't even like I'm so good that I won. It was so many people like bear, like sent fucking unintelligible phone recording yeah, you were so, of a, a pedigree, the likes of which Gas Digital usually doesn't see. Uh, yeah, you, for sure. <laughs> of, of the people that submit to to Lewis's like carnival games that he offers, so you you came in with act, like an actual recording and bars. So wait, this guy. So wait, there's just some guy out there who had a username Crack Amigo, and that now this guy is like, what the fuck. What? <laughs> yeah, we we fucking licked his shit. 
yeah well that's you know that's that saying like good artists borrow great artists steal and if you were to emulate you know the, the black american then you must uh steal um <laughs> uh but that i mean i yeah because i um have been i've like I, i've been following you for a while and i've like listened to some of your stuff like some of the districts you won me over complete like wholeheartedly when you did a diss track about yourself when you lost that fight to dylan that, yeah. that was so fucking oh, funny that was that was so what'd you say kevin i was pulling for him so hard yeah we trust me we all wanted crack to win that fight <laughs> and it's yeah it, yeah and it's not even that I dislike Dylan, but I stand by my original statement that I made about him many moons <laughs> ago. Dylan's a faggot? Yeah, that Dylan's a faggot. <laughs> now we're going to get demonetized. Wow. Yeah, my name is D. My name is Demonetized, and I'm <laughs> trying to run a YouTube channel over here. Um, but yeah, so you, but yeah, you lost that fight, and then that, that diss track you made, it, very, it, was, it was very funny. And it was also, you know, I'm I'm a bit of a neophyte when it comes to rap, so it's it sounded great to me. I was like, this this gentleman has uh has bars, he has flow. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, it sucks that I that I lost the fight. You know, it wasn't anything like sanctioned. I've never been like a real fighter, and any anytime I have, I'm trying to take somebody down to the ground and mm -hmm. like kind of wrestle and shit so boxing doesn't really play into that and plus i've been smoking cigarettes since i was 13 so just <laughs> any kind of endurance i would wish to have is just not gonna happen what's your brand uh, uh right now i'm smoking marlboro menthol blacks hell yeah dude nice i was always on that uh camel crush tip the camel crush the menthol menthol whereas it's already a menthol and then you crush it more menthol Oh yeah, I'm I'm very familiar. <laughs> Dude, that when, was awesome. When those first came out, uh my sister's a smoker too, my older sister. When those first came out, uh you'd have to ask people in the gas station if they had them and they just looked like a pack of Camel Lights and they said Camel Lights and then there was a little neon sticker that said with a boost. With a boost. <laughs> yeah, Camel Lights with a boost. Was I didn't the know original that. name of Camel Crush. Yeah, because they, they hit when I was like 18, I think. Like, it was like my senior year of high school, and just everybody started smoking them because it was, you know, that's what we, you know, it's like com combining cigarettes and like toys, I guess, because there's like a, there's like the little, the little button in it. You get to press a button when you're smoking your cigarette. And then, and then vapes hit like all these. Now it is like a toy. Now we just finally have a toy that is a cigarette. Um, and it's not, is I don't know. It's not as good as a cigarette, but it kind of, there's so many Dude, fun flavors. I think they're way. I think they're worse for you, man. I've never been addicted to anything as much as a vape. Oh, dude. Well, that uh, my day. My day begins either with just ripping vapes in bed or putting in zins. That, that's fucking gotta be bad for you, <laughs> dude. It's like I'm. I like open my eyes. There's sleep in my eyes, and I'm just like ripping the vape, or I'm putting in the zins. And you know that's the key to a healthy morning is you know, uh, <laughs> I think is I wake up first thing I do I put in I put in a couple zins hit the vape and immediately start scrolling on my phone and this was a rough morning for me because I found out 
that I've been I was permanently suspended from Twitter. <laughs> oh my god. For, For that Taylor Swift shit you were doing? Yeah, I was going into like all these AI programs and creating just like in cartoons of her if she was pregnant and in hell with Donald Trump. This is kind of the theme was like what if what if she was pre- <laughs> pregnant covered in blood and Donald Trump is tending to her and Yeah, but whole... you put up like a hundred of these things. Dude, I was like, I, I, the, honestly, I was having so much fun just playing with it, and I just truly felt like, man, the people got to see this shit. <laughs> I didn't know it could do this. <laughs> I just kept posting them, and then I like went to sleep and woke up, and they they were like, well, you can never use this website again. No, that um, can't be. Yeah, that they, they like in the terms and conditions, they even say like, don't even fucking try to make another account. You know, like they they just ban you, but you can make another account. But I had like, I submitted an appeal. It's really weird how the react like because like Elon bought the website and was like, I'm gonna make this the most base red pilled fucking anti 1980 like whatever shit he talks about. And then like the second this pop star gets pissy about these, but the same website where like a couple months ago there was just a video floating around of a guy getting fucked by a horse. You know, like, it's shit like that's constant on that site is, like, bestiality and fucking, like, gore videos. But then I can't see what Taylor Swift looks like when she's pregnant. I can't imagine her and Macho Man Randy Savage, and she's pregnant. I can't look at that on Twitter. It's insane. There's it's a, there's like a there's a profile called CCTV shootings where it's just people in real life. Like, this really actually fucking happened. A person got shot in their fucking head, and you can just watch them bleed out and die. But fucking Taylor Swift getting gangbanged yeah. by a nondescript red football team is like, oh shit. Yeah. Did you see? Because I guess like that one guy, Zubair, who as a as a like titty connoisseur myself, I don't like the way that he critiques breasts. It's it's very uh, rudimentary and crass. Um. But that's his whole account has been just like talking about white women's titties. And he's I, apparently he was one of the first people to post those Taylor Swift AI things. And they they like piled on him. He had to set his shit to private. And then eventually and then that press conference happens with the uh, whoever the press, the press secretary, whoever she like Jean-Luc Picard, whatever her fucking name is. And um, somebody somebody posted something that said. You ever shit so you ever shit post so hard the White House has to hold a press conference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is it is very strange. Um Crack, you a fan of Taylor Swift? Uh no, she's one of my most hated people, probably. Really? Uh yeah, I just think that she's such a it's I hate when people I have no problem with people being like a say a Katy Perry like years ago where people are like, oh, it's one of the biggest pop stars and like they're popular and they wear cool outfits to the gala and shit. But when you're one of the biggest artists that is so fucking vague and there's really nothing artistic about what you do and they still try and act like like she puts out vinyls and these people act like she's one of the true artists of a generation. I just fucking hate it. Like it's just Target walking around shopping music. There's <laughs> it, nothing special about it. Is it is Target as music. That I I, yeah, I've always been neutral on it. Like, I never thought it was bad, but I never thought it was, like... I'm, like, as, in, as far as pop stars go, 
I always thought like Lady Gaga was better. Be- Beyonce, you know, like I thought there were like better performers out there. And I was like with Taylor Swift, I was like, yeah, I mean, I guess I get it. But then she started to really like rise in the ranks of stardom. And then you start seeing these like articles come out about how she's like a billionaire. I That's where I'm like, I don't really get it. I don't know like what she's doing that's so spectacular. I think they just pick someone to push and then they just make them the biggest superstar they can. I don't know why. I I think it's like she maybe she just taps into some like some sort of wholesomeness that people are looking for. There's nothing scandalous about her. It's like all American looking ass woman. Yeah, she's like very virginal. Like I she has zero sexuality. Like I like I don't. I imagine that her and Travis Kelsey have like an I Love Lucy situation with the way that like they have separate beds. They don't, you know, they, they hold hands maybe, but they don't do much. She, she does not come across as like a sexual person. She has like zero sexual like charisma. Her whole thing is just, just seems to be like very, you know, just eternally 12 years old. I don't like I maybe that's it. Maybe it's just like eternal youth, the promise of you get to be a dumb bitch forever. That's why it's funny too. Like I I completely agree with what you said, but and until these crazy ass uh photoshops or deep fakes or whatever the fuck they are, I had never looked at her as sexual. And then I saw the like fucking her at her red ass cheeks over a pole in the bleachers, and I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> That was a nice touch to paint her red like that. I was like, damn, dude, <laughs> this is nasty. <laughs> yeah, I the pictures, that was the thing. I When I first saw those photos, I was upset because I had never seen or, you know, she doesn't come across as sexual to me. She comes across as like, like the Virgin Mary. So seeing her presented that way, like I was like unsettled by it. Like, now nah, she ain't supposed to be getting fucked by the entire Kansas City Chiefs. That's not something she would do. <laughs> uh, but I'm all I also didn't think it was real. I didn't think like for a second that it was a deep fake or that that's the, the thing's been driving me fucking crazy is the people that are calling it deep fake and gang rape and revenge porn. It, it's like no, th- that is com- a completely different fucking thing than what this is. This is a cartoon. This is clearly not real. Uh, you would you would have to be you know yeah, mo- most most of the pictures she has like twelve fingers and shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just her likeness, but it's obviously not real. It's it, like really, it's just a bunch of like dumbass fucking fans of hers that are pissed off that somebody did a cartoon. It's a it's like the same sort of moral panic as like a Family Guy back in the day, like made fun of a celebrity. Or like when when South Park made fun of like the Church of Scientology, like it's just like that kind of shit. So it's it's just another like weird fucking moral panic brought upon by, you know, just a bunch of fat like fat thirty year old bitches clutching their pearls about this <laughs> pretty unremarkable pop star. Um, but I mean that you know I guess I understand the 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 market appeal of Taylor Swift because it's like middle of the road shit has the biggest appeal so it's like you know crack you're you're a hip-hop head (laughs) like the the biggest the biggest rappers 
or like the big the biggest rappers is is never going to be like death grips you right. know what i mean <laughs> like the even though those guys are unbelievably fucking talented it's just too out there to ever have like a, a broad appeal like the biggest rappers who's the biggest rapper right now jpeg uh, it's hard to say in what like facet you'd be talking about but i assume with like pop you would say drake drake is is like by far the biggest rap artist yeah so that yeah that's exactly right yeah because he like of what i've heard of him it's very like you know to me it's just like whatever it doesn't uh entice me and it doesn't like draw me in in any real way but if i listen to you know i'm not i'm not i'm no fantano so i don't know much about this shit <laughs> but if <laughs> if i listen to like yeah like danny brown or or death grips or any one of those kinds of acts it's like that's like pushing the the genre into like even even like outside of hip-hop where it's like blending so many things together that's like just musically it's interesting um, but nobody gives a shit about that. They want fucking, they want candy. They want that corn syrup, corn fed. Um, <laughs> so who, Crack, who 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 inspired you to become a rapper? Um, Well, I would say the first lap, the, the first rap that I ever listened to uh, was the, the Wigger God, Eminem. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. Eminem oh, yeah. started with Eminem which got me really into 50 cent. Um, and then once I was in high school, uh, Lil Wayne was on his fucking amazing run. And that's, that's when I really like fell in love with, with rap. And I was like, maybe I can actually do this shit. Cause I, I feel like I can write some, some good little rhymes from time to time. It was very like rudimentary shit, but, uh, Lil Wayne, uh, Wiz Khalifa, Mac Miller were kind of like my big high school ones. And then now I, I'm inspired by all types of people. Uh, Kendrick was a big one back in the day before he got a little bit righteous. And now, like, I used to be kind of like a hip hop Nazi where like I like Kanye. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, in the way that like uh you you have to be basically like in the lane of like a Biggie or like a Tupac. You have to be like a conscious artist. But eventually I was like, fuck, man, I feel like I'm just kind of bumming myself out. And I kind of learned how to take creativity from even what people would call mumble rap. And now like rappers like Roddy Rich or like Yeet are like, if you look at the lyrics on paper, they're not the greatest. But the way that these guys are using fucking melodies and using their voice as an, an instrument is kind of incredible. So okay. I pull a lot of influences from from everywhere. Yeah, I get that. That's nice. <laughs> I uh yeah, I'm just not I'm not like a lyrics guy. I've never been like a lyrics guy. So like the idea of like having conscious lyrics in music to me is I I because I can't I can't like understand what anyone's saying in any song. So as long as it sounds good, I'm fine with it. Um, but I, I, I've heard that in hip hop there, you know, like the, like the rap reports out there want, you know, they're looking for that, that tribe call quest shit. <laughs> they want that, the real shit. <laughs> um, but also just like shit, stuff that's like nonsense is also just very fun. Um, 
you know yeah i feel like, like you, there should be a curve that you kind of grade on for like an example like a future or a young thug just the fact that you know they're not going to be talking about shit and you probably can't even understand them then you grade that differently than if a guy like fucking tom mcdonald is coming he's like i have this important i have this very important rap song that you need to hear because it's going to teach you lessons it's like oh yeah. fucking great i just wanted to relax and Dude, fucking. I, by, by the way I I was not aware of that guy prior to this Shapiro collab they collab <laughs> this collab they did. I didn't know who this guy fucking was. He look he looks like he should be on like psychopathic records. Like he looks so like, fucked up. They he looks like a member of Twisted, but he like I was going crazy because one of the lyrics was like. Something like they they replace they there used to be American flags they took them all down and they replaced them with BLM flags so you run flags with flags and I'm I'm not even like a, a rapper or a lyricist but I'm like you could have gone with tags like graffiti yeah. tags <laughs> that would work that fits perfectly in there and I'm like going crazy because I'm like well he I guess he knows what he's doing more than me but no he's uh, stupid and that that whole song I mean you know. It, it, it's grifting. I mean, it's just a, another part of the grift is to make like a purposefully cringy, shitty, like right wing rap song to just get it. It's like it, it exists for no other reason than like people pay attention to it. Yeah. Is and it, it creates this cycle of like, it's the same as like conservative comedians, kind of. It's the same grift where it's like, it's a shitty product. It, there's a forced message. And because it sucks, but because they're talking politics, if you call it shitty, all of a sudden you're on the other side of the ideals instead of just saying, no, this song just sonically sucks, even if you don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So there's yeah, no way course. to win to hate on it. Like, Yeah, that, that that's why I try to never have any, like, consistent opinions or convictions about anything. Like, I just, like, truly just troll everything and, and talk shit about everything. Uh, because the uh, I, as as a grifter, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to like lean one way or the other on the political aisle. I'm just trying to get the I'm trying to get the bag, and so yeah. I'll do what I got to do to get people to pay attention to me. But I want people to understand I don't care about anything. So, so I'll say whatever I got to say to make people angry in the moment, and then get people to follow me, and then you know one day I'll troll uh you know like cat turd. Or lo-fi Republican, and then the next day I'm, you know, I'm trolling the Chapo guys or whatever. I'm just in the comments planting seeds, hoping somebody sees some of the wild shit that I'm posting. Because I really gotten back into trolling. Like a lot of the times, people don't see it, but then every now and then you comment something that's so off the wall that it like grabs everyone's attention, and then your account gets suspended. <laughs> I was about to say you lost your main trolling source right there. It's gone. You can't even troll anymore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm getting it back, dude. I made a new account today, and people, you, you know, it's it's like the 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 train scene in Spider Man Two. They're like carrying me to the bay, and then Joe, Joey Diaz is gonna be like, "He's just a kid." <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's that's another thing I love about Craig is like because you're not trying to uh be a comedian or play that game and, and suck the cock of every fucking dipshit comedian out there so you really dude you go off on these people in, in a way that is like 
honest and also absolutely correct and, and like holds water it's not just like coming from a place of pettiness like here criticisms are like yeah this is actually probably how most people feel about this shit yeah well i i feel like i'm not i i have a lot of funny thoughts in my head and i've been listening to comedy and the sort for a long fucking time but by no means am i a standard funny guy because i feel like rap i've been doing forever funny not funny whatever i feel like i'm very polished i'm very good at it but like this broadcasting shit and being funny shit i'm very new at so i almost feel like it's better for me to try and provide the truth and hope that it's funny yeah you know you know what i mean like because there's not a lot of people that are gonna say this the same shit that have somewhat of an online profile so i feel like if i can provide that for people but me and you are two kind of confusing people in that way because <laughs> me and you will tell the truth about shit and almost in a passionate sort of way that people will agree with. And then in the next tweet, we'll just say some shit we completely do not believe just because it's funny. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> so, what I'm saying. I, I don't... Great way to live. I don't present any consistency with anything I do. I'll contradict myself sometimes in the same sentence. I'll be like saying one thing and then like it'll... It, Immediately, I'm just, like, contradicting what I'm saying because I'm not, like, smart. I'm very stupid. <laughs> I just have a lot of opinions and uh, feelings about things. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, we, we, you know, comedy's so fucking stupid. But it's, like, I, th th there's, an, there is, like, an interesting thing happening where there's, like, this shift. It, it, you know, it's, it, like, the response to this, like, boom that happened, like, the... You know what a lot of these YouTubers I follow call the Rogan effect. But there is this like shift happening where this whole new market has opened up that exists just to shit on these people. Because like some of dude, some of these channels, some of these like I hate comedians channels have like millions of followers. Like more than like uh, like comedians that you would consider successful. You know, like like fucking like Turkey Tom or Too Lazy to Try. Or like channels like that, guys who just make like weekly video, like 30, 40 minute videos where they're like, is is Shane Gillis losing it? Is he losing? <laughs> is he losing his edge now that he's friends with Joe Rogan? <laughs> and, it's like, and those and I don't yeah, it's it's interesting like that. That's like a market that's opening up now where people moved from like stand up to podcasting to YouTubers complaining about both of those things. Hey, don't you ever talk about the uh, uh, porcelain account. That was my favorite fucking channel of all time. I ain't saying a goddamn negative thing about porcelain. Por oh, that, that's the thing, though, is like, I there, there's so much like, um, was, I guess like just cocksucking in comedy where like all of these people are acting like all of them are the shit. Like they're they're all shaking hands and be like, you know, like that thing that I you posted about that Schultz movie with Snoop Dogg. I guarantee you, every every fucking person in his in his corner in his sphere is going to be like, "Yo, dog, no joke, funniest movie I ever seen." Is <laughs> this direct to video movie you did with Snoop Dogg that nobody knew was coming out? Brilliant comedic performance, dog. You know, and they did they and they all did that with that Burt Kreischer movie that everyone's already even forgot. It was 
truly the worst thing that could happen to a movie. It sucked just enough for everyone to forget about it. It wasn't even like <laughs> it's just forgettable. That's how yeah, that's it, how it much couldn't it... even have it couldn't even have like the the room effect where you can watch it and there's things that you can laugh at and it becomes like almost like a cult following of how bad the movie is. It's just so like there's nothing here. It's just a bad movie. Yeah. And yeah, and so like yeah, but all these people have to like pretend like for for seemingly no reason that they all like really like and respect each other because like if they're all success if everyone's successful and has their audience then what are you what are you gonna look like I dude like that Cat Williams thing kind of blew me away because I don't think I had ever seen anyone at that level who's respected as much as him do what he did and it kind of opened the floodgates on openly hating everybody <laughs> just being a hater because. Look at look at how he did that, and look at how many of these fucking people just turned into like bitch made little queers, begging him to like them, posting like weepy selfie videos, Ice Cube just being like, "Ah, right, cat, now I know you went on the Shay Shay show and you said some things, but I'm here to set the record straight." And it's like you are you look like a bitch right now by making this video. You look fucking stupid doing this. Because you're begging Cat Williams to like you. <laughs> and, yeah. and Chappelle even did it. Chappelle is like drunk on stage, do like doing the, you know, he's like hour five of his set, being like, if I tell y'all what really happened to me, and he hit the cat with he like I don't even know what the fuck he was talking about, but he was mad at Cat Williams about that whole thing. So I'm I'm with you, Craig. It's fun, it's fun to hate. It's honestly, it's just fun to hate people. Well, does it make any sense? And, and and like this is the thing that like I think I would argue people that don't like Red Bar or think he's like a fucking parasite or whatever. Like I think it's pretty undebatable that like comedians are people that make fun of fucking anything. And it can be shit in pot, especially on like podcasts, like in pop culture or like a meme video that's going around. That's a real person that they have to deal with this embarrassment. And you're calling them fat and diabetic and they look like shit and like i have no problem with that obviously i would do it too but it's like so you come at all these people but the only people that are sacred are the people making fun of everything it almost seems like comedians should be made fun of and make fun of each other more than anybody else because you should be the one that's able to take it yeah of course yeah i i don't i don't get why they it's the most thin-skinned bunch of pussies i've ever seen is like successful professional stand-up comedians like they they act like they're like precluded from any sort of criticism and i don't know and i don't know anyone else that's doing anything creative that acts that way like any anyone else who's like making things understands that like part of the job is that people will criticize your work good or bad like they'll have things to say about it and it seems like comedians really can only handle it when people say good things about them. And then when any negativity is like, you know, they just say like, oh, you're just being a hater. You know, you didn't even follow your dreams like I, you, you know, your dad wasn't the vice president of Merrill Lynch like mine was that helped me make this career. It's me, Tom Segura. Uh, and I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's everybody's they're all like just it seems like people are getting a little too big for their britches and i think there's like socially it, it, like in the way people are now 
because you you mentioned you this the very gay thing you said earlier crack that podcasting saved your life uh which is yes gay but a lot of people ha- have expressed that sentiment about like comedians and podcasters like tons and tons of people mm. and i think there's like a lot of people that are like projecting themselves onto these people onto like these comedians and so they they become like almost almost like taylor swift fans about these guys because like whenever i talk shit about other comedians other i don't even do it anymore whenever i talk shit about these people like i'll I'll have people come at me as though i like directly insulted that person you know like they'll they'll stand up for whomever burt kreischer or whatever and I'm like, hey, man, you understand, like, you and I have more in common and would probably be boys more than you would with Burt Kreischer. He wouldn't fucking piss on you if you were on fire. Yeah. <laughs> that's why, that's, the thing I don't understand is, like, and, and a lot of people glorify, like, those seller days, you know, back in the day where you had, like, Patrice and Jim Norton and... Bobby Kelly and all these people that were like horrifically honest with each other. And I don't even think that it was necessarily funnier. Maybe, and maybe those guys weren't even funnier than comedians now, but it's just the realness of it where just say in a world where they're together, Patrice is on ONA and he knows who Stav is. And he just brings up like, you see this fat motherfucker Stav doing this corny ass Ravens (laughs) shit and they're friends. They know each other. They're going to see each other. But it's like now it's like, don't you dare even say anything negative about the fat come town laugh track. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, it it does seem like it's always been like, you have to be at a certain, you have to have like earn your stripes to be able to talk shit that way. Otherwise you're, you're just, you know, you, you don't know your rank. Cause I got that a lot. Like I, I would, I would never back down from like just talking shit and being, being a dickhead. Uh, like when the I, thing cr- about, the thing about that is like nobody who's nobody who's not funny enough would even attempt that. And you were funny enough on that level where you could do it and like bust the balls of those bigger comedians. And it worked cause you were that funny. And why would you, wait to wait a few years to be as funny as you actually are yeah i mean but also like my thought process was like i'm poor i'm not successful i'm fucking nobody it shouldn't bother this person that i'm doing this it shouldn't bother them that anyone would do this because they're unbelievable they've achieved like a level of success and wealth that someone of of their intellect and skill set would not have been able to achieve you know, a hundred years ago, is it like only in this time could absolute fucking retards build generational wealth like this? Like lazy fucking idiot retards are just making money hand over fist. So it's like, I mean, yeah, what do you what do you have to complain about? Like, what do you have to be sensitive about? But like, yeah, when I did that, when I pulled that stunt on Dave Smith, he dude, he was fucking pissed about that. <laughs> yeah, and like, I remember. It, feeling weird in real time when I was watching that because I was watching that like as it came out I remember feeling weird and awkward in a way of like is this like a bit they're doing that Dave's getting upset about this like it was so no it was very real yeah I mean honestly and like I think a lot looking back on I think a lot of people were watching a man actively lose his fucking mind That, that was the beginning of it yeah you were watching someone slip into madness but I, no one, I didn't know that that was happening, and I guess no one else did. Um, 
but yeah, he he was very upset in the moment. But that that has to just be born of insecurity from the fact that like he's constantly surrounded by like the best comedians on the planet, Kit, verbal assassins, murderers, the the best, <laughs> <laughs> and he you know he just kind of makes good political points if you are a libertarian. Uh, did Dave go on like a ten minute like? shit fit about it or something no it was in the moment he did not brush it off he did he wasn't joking about it really he was very upset in the moment and then he had to like cool off afterward and remember like oh i'm rich and jewish (laughs) or whatever like i don't know because he he, like he he didn't hold any like grudge against me afterward but like in that moment he he was like really fucking pissed but yeah i get you know I guess if you if you like build up a a scene for yourself where you're like living the life of a rock star and you put yourself inside this like gilded cage that way that any any of the uh dregs the fucking uh peasants like me would dare even talk to you as an insult. Uh, I I do think Kevin Brennan's fu- very funny. <laughs> Kevin Brennan is funny. He also <laughs> ha- you know has the problem I do which is like Maybe just shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> he's um, very annoying. I he's also say. annoying. Like, yeah. He's funny, but he's very fucking annoying. It's crazy that people <laughs> as as annoying as him and his brother found any success in entertainment and broadcasting. Like yeah. just the way their voices sound and their attitudes and like temperament, it's it's astounding that they were able to like get in the industry in any way. Because Kev- Kevin used to have like re- pretty big time success in terms of like what most people would consider success. Like I'm sure in the hierarchy of the in- industry, he never really made it. But every you know Tom, Dick, and Harry in New York, every open micer that's like trying to do that job is trying to get like some writing job at SNL, and he had that, and he was he did he did the road headline like he did all of it in my mind that's success and then every step of the way he just like couldn't keep his fucking mouth shut (laughs) (laughs) and nobody wants to work with him yeah um and so but i mean that's a good thing about the i guess the internet now is you just fire up the camera and say fuck it i'll just do this i'll just like ingratiate myself with like the other dipshits online and make my money that way well you've kind of inspired me in that way, which I don't really have much of an option because I'm here in North Carolina, which is kind of like bumfuck as far as entertainment goes. Um, I considered moving to Philly for a while, but it didn't really work out. I kind I I like where I live. It's just there's there's nothing around. But now I'm kind of forced to use the technology to get myself out there in some kind of broadcasting way. And I had had a thing for a long time where, you know, I'm this guy on Twitter that's like telling the truth and telling you why Tom sucks and why. Tony Hinchcliffe is gay and all this <laughs> shit. And then I'm like, can I be that same guy and have fucking my cash app and my fucking profile? Like, am yes. I a hypocrite at that point? But like, I've been <laughs> listening to you and it, it's just like, why am I going to sit here and let these motherfuckers drift and do this shit? And it's like, I can't. And I, I make these Dog. little pennies just from doing it. And they they make so much fucking money. So you really kind of opened my eyes as Preach. far as like, the grift <laughs> the grift is telling you that i'm grifting 
Exactly. Blessed be. Grift. Praise be. Amen. Preach, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, first first off, grifting is the highest art form. Grifting's tight. Com- yep. And comedy is just a facet of grifting. Any media career is grifting. To say to yourself, I don't want I want to work like an hour a night tops and make more money than anyone does doing anything else. That's grifting. Um and I just I just had this like my life obviously like fell apart and so I just had this moment of realization like with the amount of people that were reaching out to me begging me to like start doing stuff again and like Kevin here even like dragging me out of it. I kind of had this moment where I was like I guess I could probably like first of all i have nothing to lose and i guess i probably could just get away with being completely shameless about this just just openly telling people like hey i have no interest other than making money and do like obviously i want to make cool shit but i truly want to make money i'm not trying to present as like this artist or anything other than i want to get the bag and the the grift is the grift and I'm gonna, tr- I'll trick you into giving me your money by telling the truth. <laughs> well, there's also a grift. There's a grift threshold too, where it's like you have to do so much goddamn grifting and shifting just to make fucking. If it was a thousand dollars a month, you yes. know what I mean? Like, there's a threshold to the. Sh- you're not gonna sit. You're not gonna make money sitting there not grifting. So you might as well do it the Dog, best you fucking can because there is no way to do this without grifting. It's that was my thing on the Loud Boys was like as as like manic and stupid as I was, but like a lot of the decisions I made, I really was like trying to get them guys to be like, like we got a fucking opportunity here. Like let's start like making some money. Like let's do the fucking song and dance. And it was just, you know, a clash of values. And, you know, like, I don't think Joe was ever on board with that idea. And I think, I think Robbie was like, you know, not to besmirch him. He, he definitely wanted to keep up appearances and be in the entertainment industry. And I was, I was just like, there is no industry anymore. Like you can do like whatever, wherever, and the, the like the money if you have the like ability the talent like crack you're you know you're you're just some like low iq wigger in north carolina respect you know, respect we're all low, low iq here <laughs> uh <laughs> that's that's my rap name is low iq <laughs> um yeah but you know just just like some wigger in north carolina but your your talent shines through on the in cyberspace and now you have, you have like a nice little foothold. You got thousands of followers on t- uh, Twitter and Instagram. And that ain't nothing to sneeze at. People don't talk about the fact that like, even though that's not like a, t- a lot of people, it's tough to get thousands of people to follow you on these platforms. That's like a difficult thing to pull off. You have to, you have to have like a, it's a very particular skill set to be good at the internet. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I've honed in recently is, is shit posting and Craig, you're very good at shit posting. <laughs> no, here comes Sal. Right on oh, Sal's time. here. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, there's, yeah, I guess Speaking there's like fucking retards. There's no real money man anymore. So you don't, I get, you don't really have to be in like a big major city. You can move there whenever you, you know, have the, have the money to do so, I suppose. Um, but 
I feel yeah, I feel like if you're actually like talented yeah. like that that was like my thing with that writer strike that was happening. I was like, well, these people suck shit. Like, what are what are we doing? Like, they they're not creating anything that has any demand. Nobody wants to watch the shit they're doing. So it's like, I'm sorry you can't pay your mortgage in L.A., but also you <laughs> suck you suck at your job. You're not making anything. Like, you you know nobody's watching the League of Their Own reboot TV show. So I'm sorry that that's not going to be able to pay your bills. But you have to understand that you need to make something that doesn't suck shit. In order arguably to... the most successful women's sports league. Arguably. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Sal. Do you make that background in AI? Uh no. This is a Diablo three poster. Okay, because I've been I've been Diablo playing... four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that looks like one of my AI. If, if if there was a pregnant Taylor Swift there, that would look just like something I made. Yeah. <laughs> Um, her fans are ridiculous yeah dude they got me they got my ass i mean i was posting some really crazy shit, some really twisted shit dude ai is I'm worried about you. crack how you feel about ai you like ai use it for your raps um i'm i'm uh i'm in the process of uh crack amigo you're a rapper yeah how you hell do- yeah how you doing man, i love hip-hop good to meet you man good to meet you damn i wish uh, we had had sal here for the interview because i don't know shit about rap do it again, man. I love hip hop. What do you like? Anyway, okay, yes. Uh crack. Uh who who are your guys? <laughs> no, the I goat. mean who's the goat? Uh the goats. Um Better. it's hard it's hard to have these conversations because uh rap is such a broad art form, but like if you're just saying say But I'll know who what you you you're all about based on what you say. I I wouldn't even say maybe my favorite, but I feel like probably the best hip-hop artist of all time and it's probably eminem hell yeah that's good that's a good one he's he's one in the top five that's like hardest to argue that he shouldn't be there are you basing that off of skill or like prolificity uh yeah like all all prolificity okay (laughs) (laughs) is it a word i don't know it sounds right nice all categories you're saying okay that sounds like a, a wigger liquor. I'm drinking that prolificity. <laughs> I'm, I'm drinking on that prolificity. <laughs> drinking on that prolificity. Yeah, let me let me get a hint. Let me get a henny and prolificity. <laughs> All the extra payments I've been paying on on the prolificities and shit. Yeah, you got my. They try to take try and take my damn they call. Got, they got my ass out here trying to take a prolificity. <laughs> <laughs> um. So crack, how do you? So wait, crack, how do you feel about the uh, the criticism that Eminem just raps really fast? Um, well, I feel like there's a lot of different versions of Eminem, like, uh, but I feel like he's held up pretty well for how high he's been regarded for years also and years how high and years. He's been, just in general. Yeah. Um, but like, obviously now the shit that he does kind of sucks and it's kind of like ribbity rap bullshit but really? he's, he's still he's still putting fucking effort in so yeah i, I mean i commend him on that on at least still trying to be to do raps instead of doing like family comedies you know what i oh, mean yeah. like, like yeah. 
Like, he's actually still trying to be a hard-ass rapper. Could you imagine if Eminem was doing fucking family comedies and shit? Oh, God. It would, it would suck as bad as, you know... The, the, called, like, yo, the, where am I supposed to go? The sequel. Yeah, where I, yeah, where I'm supposed to be. Yo, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> that's that's his, uh, are we, his version of Are We There Yet? Is where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> well, what am I... <laughs> All right. <laughs> where I'm supposed to be. <laughs> Oh man! The they fa- should make a fucking Ken the family road trip movie with Eminem. Where I'm supposed Ken to Kniff. be? Ken Kniff from Connecticut, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all those, all those like legacy rappers, like all those guys who started as hard ass motherfuckers. Now they're do- they're doing like movies about like, you know, I'm dating a single mom now, and I got to look after the kids this weekend. And boy, are they oh a handful! God. Boy, are these children a handful? And boy, are they spunky! Yeah, didn't you? Yeah, and it's like, didn't you used to sing about like doing drive-bys and like fucking women without a condom and shit? <laughs> yeah, that's why I think it's funny when people say like, you know, all the all these internet gangsters now, then they're not shit. Back in my day, we had NWA, and I'm like, oh, you mean the motherfuckers that went to the White House? <laughs> yeah, they were so gangster they felt comfortable in the fucking White House. Hey, you what's know? your favorite Eminem song? Ah shit. Um I feel like a really good one, maybe not like rap wise. Uh it's almost more of a singing song, but like one that I feel like is just really good is a Haley song. That's a good I, one. I feel like it's really good rap wise. Um fuck man. I feel like shit man. Shit. Sir, a second chick has arrived for you to do at the same time. Dude, that that (laughs) that got me so good. (laughs) I was so fucking high. (laughs) I was in stitches, bro. Dude, every now and then somebody somebody hits me with a meme I never thought possible. (laughs) That was so fucking funny. (laughs) Second chick. (laughs) Craig, did you see that? No, what is it? Somebody took the, the fucking <laughs> picture of George Bush finding out about 9-11 and they like put the put the handlebar mustache on him from uh Diedrich Bader's character in Office Space in the mullet and it said, Sir, a second chick has arrived for you to do at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Sal, you, look good. Good you look like Top Gun. Think about these they stand. Yeah. We'll be um, like Joe Rogan. Yeah, you look good, man. Thank you. Yeah, I just got my hair and beard did. Oh, I gotta tell that joke I said earlier because Sal, Sal said he was gonna be late, and I said, "Well, you are, are you on CPT Calzone people time? Calzone people time. <laughs> <laughs> um, mama, my wife time. My wife. My wife. <laughs> That's one of my favorite things. Uh, as of recently, is referring to like black people as like basketball people or Hellcat drivers. <laughs> <laughs> yo dude <laughs> but do basketball people's fun yeah we we did that we riffed that out on the show <laughs> like baby keem uh yeah keem's cool he drives the hell he's a little loud yeah i would say um i there ben, ben shapiro and tom mcdonald accidentally landed on what sounds like what could be a really fun slur because they, I don't know if they're calling themselves this as a duo or if this is supposed to be like the record label for that song, but it's it's called Rhyme Sayers. 
And I was like, that sounds like such a good slur for black people. Rhyme sayers. Neighborhood was good to all these rhyme sayers. Isn't that Eminem? I'm just a rhyme sayer. Yeah. Isn't that Eminem line? Uh no, his his. I mean, if they're if they're like contribution to linguistics to our lexicon is the word rhyme sayers, then I guess all is forgiven with Ben Shapiro (laughs) because that that's such a fun like turn of phrase. (laughs) Right? Yeah, rhyme sayers. Oh, you know how to you know how to rhyme sayers always on a Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> no, they were on speakerphone, not on Bluetooth. Bringing bringing entire damn meals into yeah, the into it's the movie role model, theater. The song "Role Model." Oh, he says "Rhyme Sayer." Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, then, great, great song. I'm just a little rhyme sayer that'll spray a can of aerosol can up into the ozone layer. Okay. <laughs> well, rhyme sayer. Look, it's a fun. It, we should just start calling black people that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's a fun slur. <laughs> um you got any more you could come up with some, um, some Dalton originals uh where where you at yeah. as right you know the phone you know it's referencing like the phone they they use the where you where you at so the where you at um facetimers yeah <laughs> I, I think face to dude <laughs> Sal, come on, dude. Slam <laughs> dunk. So Space timers. Slam dunk. Face Slam timers. dunkers. Slam dunkers. Slam dunkers. That's good, man. Um let's see. Low low batteries or something like that. Yeah. Smoke. <laughs> smoke alarm. Chick- sure. Oh, oh, here we go. Chicken washers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> chicken washers wash, is good. Y'all don't wash the chicken. Yeah, everybody know why people like, dude. Somebody, yeah, I was I was trolling the other day. It's, there was like this black lady who's like, "Why come white people ain't be washing their chicken?" And I put the comments <laughs> and said, "And they damn legs, and they damn legs." <laughs> um, damn dude. Uh, rag washers. Uh, oh, this is crack. We, I forgot crack. to tell you. Like, here's this is the real reason, crack. You're perfect for this show, and I, I was found this out right before we started recording. So you're drink, you were drinking, you're drinking a Capri Sun, and you were saying that you're a ju- you're a juice boy. You live it. You live in the juice world. You're a juice world. <laughs> you, inhabit, you inhabit the juice world, and you don't you don't really care. You can't do sodas because they upset your tummy. So we talk about food and drink a lot on this show. Oh, <laughs> it's yeah. most of what we talk about. So first off, what's your favorite flavor of Gatorade? Oh hell yeah! yeah. Oh. I thought y'all started already. <laughs> <laughs> um, start there. I will tell you first. The definite, definite worst is red. Oh, there we go. I mean, right. you know, crack. Them. You're already, you're, you're already one of us because you know that it's colors, not flavors. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Red is the worst on on heartburn on the heartburn scale. Okay. So and, red... and cotton mouth, like you dry. It's that yeah. Hawaiian punch dry throat bullshit. I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. Being white trash is awesome. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> this is like the white trash struggles. Like yeah, you know the Hawaiian <laughs> punch dry throat. It's like of course. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's bad. That's why we had to yeah. switch to Kool Aid. <laughs> Got tired of the Hawaiian punch throat. <laughs> um. Okay, so Red's the worst. <laughs> so what's the best? Um, I feel like, hmm. I I feel like maybe number one is probably a tie between Glacier Freeze, which I believe is the light blue. I think light blue. I think light Glacier blue. Freeze is the cum one. It like has like a cum color. That's, that's Glacier Cherry. Oh, is that Glacier Arctic, Cherry? Oh, Arctic yeah. Blitz. I think is the lighter one. It's uh the light blue, the light blue, yeah, light, or light the blue. uh original uh, original yellow. You're right. The glacier. Fr- See, this is why it's colors. Just light blue because there's you know the names. I don't know. I yeah, just know there's like a there's a cum there's a cum color one. There's the light blue. <laughs> glacier. Yeah, the light blue is tight. And then what was the other one? Uh, I, I feel like the original yellow is pretty damn good. Yellow's good. Yellow's a solid choice. I my I like. Uh, my favorite, and it's like a, I think it's a recent flavor. Like it only has existed within the last like ten years, maybe. Is the the seafoam green, the um, I think you know the lime cucumber, but its colors. Speaking not of Gatorade, are you afraid <laughs> if you make it as a rapper, uh, you'll be assassinated? Because that's kind of a thing right now, huh? Um, he's already made it as a rapper. God damn it. Well, I'm sorry, bro. I didn't. I didn't mean it like that. He's yeah. Crack has got crack's got flow. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up after this. I, I feel pretty safe in the fact that I almost strictly attack uh people that are pussies that will never do anything about it. That's the way. <laughs> that's the way to go. Honestly. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do feel like you're time. not you as like a, a wigger rapper in North Carolina. You're never gonna have a target on your back to where like Joey Diaz is gonna make threats on your life. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> like he did with fucking Red Bar. That, that was crazy with that clip I found. You're guilty um, of laughter. Yeah, you're guilty. You're guilty of laughter, dog. It's like, what are you? Are you the fucking McCarthy of comedy? What are you talking about? <laughs> because Jules was laughing, she's also getting whacked. <laughs> it's, very, it's very odd that somebody who would be so seemingly like jovial and always on a high amount of THC. Would say anything besides like, "Oh fuck that guy, I don't care." Let's keep talking about fucking tits or whatever he <laughs> yeah. talks about. My ball, my balls. <laughs> Back to my balls. Back to my balls. <laughs> yeah, I haven't read a book since high school, and I just uh, but I just published a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. Any anytime one of these dipshits, you know. I'm included in that. I can't write a fucking book, but anytime one of these people who like we know for a fact probably never even finished the books they were supposed to read in school all of a sudden get a book published and then they're on these interviews and it's just like so i read the book it's great is a you know wonderful prose and it's like yeah because there's probably like a team of people that the publishers had to hire to parse out the like whatever dumb shit this person was talking about into a book um because nobody nobody writes their own books anymore is done by uh you know Ivy League like Jewish kids. AI do, pretty soon. Do what? Oh yeah, AI. I can tell AI to write write a book about like me and fucking doing some shit I didn't even do. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what we were talking. Crack. So AI, you're using AI. You like for those... your... Sorry, I was saying we you talked like about the AIs? We talked about the pictures. The Taylor Swift pictures. Oh, the Jesus ones I sent you. Oh, the G- the Jesus ones were cool. Yeah. I have, I, have, I have a few I made where Jesus is pregnant. 
but uh crack uh <laughs> the grandson so, of god so the yes uh the the holy quadrilogy um crack are you so you're using ai for your raps now uh i haven't been but i'm i'm doing some planning on uh on what i'm gonna do for it i don't want to give the exact sauce away yet uh because somebody might do the shit before i do it which right people have already kind of done what i'm thinking about doing it's just fucking terrible so but yeah i i, I plan on using some ai and I, I feel like maybe that's something i could do where i could rap as like these ai characters and maybe that's a little line that i have out there that's like something that could potentially go viral without having yeah. to do some gay topical bullshit rap you know right yeah that's that's awesome yeah i think like a first off i have no fear about ai ai is awesome and it's only gonna make life better i mean life will probably get like pretty shitty for like a minute when everybody loses their jobs but then yeah. on the other it's side of the playing field yeah you know you gotta salt the, salt the earth a little bit burn burn down the crops to refresh the soil you know and but then you know the harvest comes the next season and we we eat bountifully uh yeah because it's it's not the the ai thing like i've i've certainly been thinking about it as much as anyone and it's like it's not gonna go away and this uh repulsion that artists and creatives have toward it i understand but also i think you should like the smart thing to do would be to embrace it and be like how can how can i use this new like tool like a paintbrush or you might as uh, well learn to farm and hunt and make hockey sticks into weapons and shit. Cause that's where we're going. That's going to be the new skill. Can I still make pictures of Taylor Swift if she was pregnant? Yeah. I mean, you're using okay. AI to your advantage. Hey, you know, we're fine. <laughs> you're, you're using, you're we're fine. Uh, hey, we, 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 what time police. Are yeah. You... I got to use the bathroom too. So, all right, well, go go piss, Crack. and we're gonna like let's let's finish up this thought about AI because we're doing deep that right, deep, deep ass thoughts with Crack right now. Deep ass thoughts because I, I, I get some more coffee. Yeah, and then we'll switch to the Patreon. All right, um, but yeah, I think yeah, I think like AI is something that is <laughs> certainly going to become more consuming in our lives, like more ubiquitous and the you it's smart to embrace it like you know to start trying to use it to just make your life easier i don't know why people have this like feeling that life has to suck and be difficult for it to have for it to mean anything it's like no i mean if i could just like type my if i have good ass ideas but i don't feel like really working on them too hard i'll just type them into a a thing Mm -hmm. and then make the the thing will do the work Maybe I'm just maybe I am just lazy. <laughs> I, I'm very fucking lazy too. But I, the thing with me, I just have mixed feelings on it because part of me wants to be like, you know, we look at each other like these artists that create, you know, unique things that come from only our mind, and that's kind of the stamp you put on it. Like you, when you when you say some stuff, and, and like your Dalton sort of ways, you know, like maybe does that get removed? You know. But on the other hand, right. I'm a very selfish, lazy person that if this technology is out there, I am going to use it to my advantage. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, who, why, why, why do people want to work? So <laughs> that's the thing. He's like, I don't want to do shit. 
So if I could get away with as little effort as possible, I'm on board with that. That's why I'm I'm pissed about the whole Taylor Swift situation. Because like if this bitch takes AI from me, a jihad upon Taylor Swift for doing that shit. Free one. Yeah. Yeah. A free jihad. She didn't even have to free subscribe. Hod. She didn't even have to subscribe to the Patreon. Nobody did for me to call a jihad upon Taylor Swift. But folks, if you do subscribe to the $25 tier on the Patreon, I will call a, a, a jihad upon your enemies and after three months, you'll get the Fraternal Order of Corn Fed decal. So it is, you know, essentially $75 for a sticker. We also have the $5 tier to which, Crack, I think you're subscribed, actually. I am, yes. I appreciate that, bro. Do you, do you, wait, do you have a Patreon? Uh, Yeah, yeah. Patreon.com slash Crack Amico. Only a dollar to join. Patreon.com slash Crack Amico. One dollar to join. Uh, we don't no, play what that. I did see on Google. Crack. Hold on, hold on, Sal. I'm, pl- I'm plugging the Patreon. <laughs> Patreon Shit. That was his patreon.com slash crack amico. We'll do mine then. Ours is patreon.com slash cornfed with Dalton Pruitt. And you can get the five dollar, ten dollar, fifteen dollar, twenty five dollar tiers and get access to all the premium bonus content. And then I guess I have a new Twitter account and it's at Dalton Pruitt, Dalton Pruitt BPN. You know, for billionaire podcast network, you fill her up, um, and that's that's where I'll be rising to the heavens on social media because at least it, it, starting from the bottom, <laughs> starting from the bottom on this one, at least it's not shadow banned. So yeah, and you know what tight. BPN stands for? What big penis? Not. <laughs> I had I had the same exact thought, except for the N was for a slur. Yes. Oh. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nextel <laughs> haver. <laughs> Nextel haver. So hey, uh, do you rap when you rap along to your favorite songs? You say the N word. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes he yeah. says it even when it's not in the song. Respect. Yeah. Sometimes I only say that part of the song. <laughs> He'll add no. it to other songs. I just wait and just say that part of the song. <laughs> There are times where like a rapper says brother in a song and I accidentally say the N-word because I assume like that's what it's supposed to be, kind Dude. of. But I have no qualms. Like I, I tell people I am an open book with this because one day it will inevitably happen. I've spent over half of my life using the soft day, not the hard R. Let's not let's not get anything twisted. I mean, uh, yeah, twisted. that's for behind closed doors of very close friends. But as far at the as meetings, the, at the meetings, <laughs> as far as the yeah, soft day, bro, sex. I say it all the time. I say it all the time when I'm driving, just like I'm basically a black dude when I'm driving. And like one of the I freestyle on my streams all the time. It's really the only thing worthwhile that I do on my streams. And one of these days, I mean, it could be tomorrow. It could be two years from now. I'm going to drop that bitch. It's going to happen. It's going to be going hard. So I'm getting out in front of it. get bigger. And then it just it comes out, you know what yeah. I mean? So wait, Crack, you're a black, you're a black guy when you drive. So your your car is probably about to get repossessed soon, right? For all, those, all the <laughs> mispayments. Is it an Impala? <laughs> is it, yeah, what kind of... Is it a black people car? Is it like a Chrysler 300 or something? Uh, No, it's not. It is, it's a very disappointing type of car. Is it a cigarette car? I don't even know if car? I should reveal it. Uh, no, actually, that's one of my weird little things that I've never been a uh, smoke while I'm driving kind of guy. I don't like my car smelling like cigs. And whenever I'm smoking a cig, I like to be just, I have nothing outside. else to do. Just, yeah, outside, just, just, so just on God damn, dude, that's such a good ass feeling. Just like sitting on a porch, like just focused on the cigarette. 
Mm. That's nice, dude. You know what the best feeling is when you have another one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. When you're like, yeah. fuck it, I'll have one more. I'm done. Yeah. Whereas like, got nothing to do. Only thing better than a cigarette is two cigarettes. Mm-hmm. That felt <laughs> good. I just do it again. I'm actually yeah. not a big, uh, I'm not like a super big cigarette smoker. The only thing that I've really had like super addictive personality with is drinking. Uh, with cigarettes, I really smoke probably like maybe two, maybe three a day, but I'm mostly fucking locked in on. Oh, the conspiracy, the conspiracy. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, yeah, if someone pulled out a bag of coke right now, I I would tell Kevin to run to the store and get me a pack of Cool's Menthol 100s. <laughs> Dude, Cool 100s are, are pretty cool. They're good. Yeah. I like them. That's, I smoked those for years. I'm yeah. Die because of those. Yeah. Like as a, as a teenager, like when I first smoked a menthol, I'm like, why would anyone smoke a non-menthol? You know, yeah, dude, they're so good. I didn't have a refined tobacco palate. I was no, I was no uh, Bobby Kelly at that I time. Mean, uh, honestly, you know, want to know how I settled on Cools? I was a kid with a fake ID, and I didn't know what to pick, and I was like, Cools. Oh man, that looks cool. <laughs> it does look cool. The package, cigarette packaging, like the ads for cigarettes and the packages, like all of it mm-hmm. looks fucking sick. So I just said, pack of Cools. Like, uh, like when I was when I was when I was seventeen. And my the friend I had like the first guy it was I knew a pretty good year. The the first guy I knew turned eighteen. Uh, I asked it. He was like, "Hey, I just turned eighteen. I can go buy cigarettes now." He's like, "Do you want me to get you a pack of cigarettes?" And I picked the um, those like camel the camel reds, the ones with the K in the like yellow orange red pack. I picked those because I thought that pack looked fucking tight. I was like, "This looks like the coolest cigarette ever." <laughs> And it, it hurt. It hurt a lot to smoke it. it Dude, very- I, I smoked uh I smoked camel uh Turkish Royals and Turkish Golds for like two yeah. years strictly because, because the, the coupons, pack looked right? so fucking cool. Because yeah. every packy ball had a coupon for the next pack. Dude, like those are good. Yeah, yeah. What whatever like crack team of artists and advertising guy, like marketing guys they got these cigarette companies they nailed it because. Yeah, dude. all that had, all that shit looks so fucking cool. Joe Camel, the Marlboro I man, smoke so much. Marlboro would send him shit. Like he got a sleeping bag and like a fucking jacket, and I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, cigarette yep. like cigarette ads and like design. Like that was the. I think that guy reached out to me and was like, "Can I do like art for you?" And I was I just sent him like old tobacco ads and was like, "Can you do something like this?" <laughs> And that was that thing he whipped up, which looks fucking tight. Um, those do look tight. They almost look like old, like title cards for a movie or some shit. Yes, it's fucking dope. Yeah, advertising back then. I want. I wonder, like, what it is about now. Like, what they've determined why every ad needs to have this like very sterile, minimal. Either it's either minimal or it look or it's. I I don't even know. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm not so- an ad guy. Do you have your own version of mom's spaghetti? Is it maybe like a meatloaf or like some other dish? Mm. Is it ants rigatoni? Mm-hmm. Possibly. Uncle's manicot. <laughs> Already. Uh, Uncle's manicotti. <laughs> I don't have the ability right now to answer that in a funny way. Okay. Did you guys see what I I post? <laughs> I posted something today where I said knees weak, arms heavy. There's semen in his pants already. Mom's wet pussy. Wow. 
I'm going to follow your new Twitter. Yeah, yeah I'm going to have to at, follow you, buddy. At Dalton Pruitt BPN, Crack Amico, at Crack Amico, <laughs> Patreon.com slash Crack Amico. Do you also have a YouTube? Uh, yeah, YouTube is where I would direct people that don't know me. Uh, YouTube, everything is free on there. That's like my best shit. Uh, do you guys want to rap to Amo? No, not right now. We let him do his plug. <laughs> right right now. Now. Do it, let him do his plug. YouTube.com slash at Crack Amico. Uh, yeah, yeah, and that's where that's where all my good shit is. That's like what I'm actually proud of. And if you like that so much, then maybe you'll want to do my other shit where you have to pay for it. You know, sweet. Nice. YouTube.com slash at crackamigo, patreon.com slash crackamigo. Folks, uh this this has been the the free episode of Corn Fed this week. We're gonna we're gonna hop on we're gonna hop our white asses over to Patreon and start saying start saying the slurs. Oh yeah. <laughs> Season, we, okay, uh, not yet. Save it. <laughs> gotta wait for the pause. You you better put a gobbledy in front of that. Gobble gook. <laughs> you better put a gobbledy in front of that before you say it on this episode. All right, folks, thank you. In.